This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is Reception Perception, the show now. James Cole and Matt Harmon. All right. Uh, you also added a, an in-season charting profile for Josh Downs, the slot receiver there for Indianapolis. Um, charting that today, what are the early findings showing us here for the rookie out of North Carolina? Dude, this guy is so good. Um, oh, man. Okay. I'm so happy about Josh Downs's progress so far. Now, to be clear, he's you know running some underneath routes, right? He's mostly running slants and, and screens mm-hmm. and flats, typical slot receiver stuff. But, man, when you see him go up against outside corners, like he can run the deep post. He can get um, the inside uh, shade. He can get inside leverage when he's working on a nine route. Um, I'm really excited about Josh Downs. You know, the, he's gotten a ton of targets from Gardner Minch. He's got a ton of targets from Anthony Richardson. Um, you even saw him one win one big downfield corner route um, where he had to leave his feet between two defenders. That's such Josh Down stuff, you know, winning outside of his frame despite the smaller frame. Um, right. I, I think he is, dude. This receiver room in in Indianapolis and Alec Pierce is fine. He's somewhere on that Devontae Parker axis, by the way. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But he is a distant third. You know, Michael Pittman I think is a legit one. Mm-hmm. And, and I think Josh Downs, he's not one of these like Wandale Robinson types that like, oh, you need five for 48 to get you through on a bye week in a PPR league. Like that's the Wandale Robinson um, axis of players. Okay. I think Josh Downs is closer to like a Tyler Lockett type. I'm really Ooh. excited by what I've seen so Whoa. far in the NFL with Josh Downs. Um, I think he's going to be a player for the Colts. I think they've got two dudes they can just funnel funnel footballs to and it, it is not he's not gonna have the same verticality to his game as like a Tyro Lockett with Gardner Minshew out there just because how Minshew plays as opposed to Anthony Richardson right. who's obviously gonna miss um at least four weeks probably more than that but I think what Josh Downs has shown as an individual player is really really good so far um first of all if you guys know Matt 
there's no chance in hell he is just lightly using the name Tyler Lockett when comping a player, brother. Okay. When I hear you throw out Tyler Lockett, my eyebrow got raised, boy. I'm like, wait, hold up now. Hold up. Hold up. Uh, you need to expand on that, bro. Cause like you can't, again, you just can't just throw that out there casually. Knowing you, you can't throw out the name Tyler Lockett casually. Like give me, give me some more comparisons here, man. Like what, where are you seeing this Tyler Lockett comparison? Well, I think when you look at his, um, post routes over 11% of his routes were post routes. Uh, he's close on like a 70% success rate on those in the two games that I've looked at so far. Um, especially look, and I know the Titans are not a good pass defense, but I only charted him losing one route in man coverage uh, against the Titans. Like again, it's a bad defense. I get yeah, it, but right. he is always open. He's always consistently in the right spot. And then the juice to win downfield, like I said, nine route success rate is over 60% for Josh wow. Downs. Um, the corner route that I mentioned where he went up and, and, and got it. I think he's so how is he? First of all, how, how is he doing that? You know, it's not like this guy's a phenomenal athlete. So talk to me about yeah, how is he runner. winning? Great route runner. Such a good, good route runner, man. I, I think he was the probably the best route runner in, in last year's class. Uh, obviously, okay. JSN was up there at the time. Zay Flowers is up there. Right. Um, but you know, it's like we're talking about Jordan Addison and his struggles against press coverage, despite being a smaller guy, you just don't see that with Josh Downs, man, because I think he's got a more diverse set of moves. I think he understands leverage a little bit better, especially off yeah. the line of scrimmage. Now he's primarily going to run always out of the slot, even in the games that I'm, sure. I'm looking at, he's not exclusively a slot player, but he's primarily a slot player. Right. Um, and when he's even outside, you're still going to see him again, a lot stacked or bunched with other receivers to get him that free release. Mm -hmm. uh, he runs a really good, I should mention this with Jordan Addison too. He also runs a really good like whip route or return route, whatever you want to call it. Downs is obviously really good at that too, working it vertically and hooking it back inside. Uh, just, yeah, I, I think the, the, the savviness and the craftiness as a route runner has really translated. Yeah, the the leverage stuff is um is always really impressive, and, and that really just speaks to somebody's intelligence and also a little bit of scouting too. You know, you got to understand where where the DBs are going to go or where their tendencies are uh, to shade and stuff like that. So I think clearly, um, you know, the guy's doing a lot of the homework uh, before he gets to game days, which is which is great to see. Um, as well, if this is what we're saying here, right? Like, you know, uh, again, this is, you talk about inside outside, he's played about 25% of his snaps as an outside wide receiver, 75% uh, lined up as an inside wide receiver, a, a couple of backfield things too, but, uh, but not, not too yeah. much. Right. So, um, but yeah, no, th th that's impressive stuff. I, I mean, I've been impressed by watching Josh Downs. I mean, he just seemingly is always open. Um, yeah. so, and, and you talk about earning the targets. Well, I, I mean, the guys are in the targets. seem again, he's seemingly open, uh, every single time when, when we're watching him on the, on that football field. Uh, but again, I'm just shook because man, you just throw out Tyler Lockett. I'm like, well, hold up now. Like, let, let's get some clarification on that, which is great to see. So I love it. Um, all right. Um, by the way, this is, this is, this means absolutely nothing. When I went, when I watched Gardner Minshew, I I want to know for the podcast listeners out there, I can't be the only person I see Gardner Minshew and I'm like, yo, this guy reminds me of freaking Rick Moranis from Spaceballs, um, the 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 Darth Vader character, the dark helmet dude dark on helmet, on yeah. Spaceballs. What is up with this guy's helmet? It's so big on his head. I I, I don't know. 
am I, I can't be the only one that thinks this. I'm like, this helmet looks so large on Gardner Minshew. And it, it's, it, it's doubly strange because I don't remember him looking like that. Um, when he was a backup in Jacksonville, like, what am I, I don't know what I'm missing. Anyways, if, mm. if, if I, fellow- I'm looking at it now and, and you are kind of right. He does look very dark helmet ish, um, in this one, in the, in this Colts, uh, helmet. It's this, I game don't know what it is. On. He looks like, I mean, Kyler always looked like that too, but Kyler was a smaller player and Gardner's not the biggest dude in, in no, the entire yeah. world either. Um, uh, but yeah, Kyler always was the one that, that stood out to me. With like that, jo- I mean, he's a, he's small. He's smaller than, he's than small. Gardner. He's at least six right. one allegedly. But um, yeah, I always thought that was funny. Yeah, I don't know. I want to I want to know from our podcast listeners, man. It's like, am I seeing things out here? I don't know why. The guy looks like Rick Moranis from Spaceballs, man. What's going on? Anyways, all right, whatever. We'll move on. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit about Gabe Davis here, um, for the Buffalo Bills because <clears throat> this is the kind of production that the Gabe Davis truthers. Uh, we're t- uh, we were told w- was going to have last year, but now he's having it this year where again, he, I know he's putting on a little bit of the Christian Watson thing where all he does mm-hmm. is catch touchdowns. Um, you know, it doesn't see a, a, a ton of targets, but when he does, they're deep downfield and he's turning them into scores. Right. Um, but is there something from, you know, visually eyeball test, Matt, that you see, okay, you know what? I am seeing a little bit something, something extra from Gabe Davis this year, or, is it just, you know, again, we're just kind of drawn to it because he's scoring touchdowns? Well, I think the biggest difference between Gabe Davis, you know, actually, before we talk about this year, here's the deal with Gabe Davis, man. And, you know, I remember when we did the episode on the guys I had ranked ahead of consensus and, and you were yeah. stunned to see that uh, I had Gabe Davis ranked ahead of consensus yes. when he was going as like a, a fringe top 40 receiver. Because he's not as bad as people thought he was last year. He just isn't as good as people thought he was going to be going into 2022 um, after that four touchdown eruption spot. You know, right, like, right, right. I really think if Gabe Davis never scored four touchdowns in a playoff game when a bunch of Chiefs defenders blew coverages and fell over, like, we probably would have a much more <laughs> rational view of Gabe Davis. <laughs> okay. Because um, right. it had other people say he was like, you know, just an MVS clone or whatever. I'm like, yeah, I mean, he's not an MVS. MVS clone. Jeez, God almighty. Like, uh, he's not that bad. Um, MVS might literally be the worst starting receiver in the NFL. Um, you know, he probably should be a three and he's like the chiefs guy who runs the most. Yeah, exactly. Um, anyways with Gabe, you know, he just wasn't as bad as people kind of had that sour taste in their mouth coming off of last year. Like he has legitimate strengths. He runs really good deep routes, like post routes, nine routes, corner routes, out routes. He's got mostly build-up speed. It's not like he's the most technically refined receiver in the entire world. He's pretty stiff overall, Mm -hmm. but he's got, again, good build-up speed. And he knows how at the top of that route – to sell the post and go to the corner, sell the corner, go to the post, keep it going nine route, snap off into one of those out routes. Like he knows how to do that stuff. He's not a stone zero as a technical player. The difference though, between this year and last year, I think is that he's just winning contested better. Like he's Mm. winning in tight coverage better. That has been a big difference because if you looked at Gabe Davis last year, he had issues in contested situations. He had issues with his hands. Um, you know, that stuff can be fluky, right? Uh, that that can be sort of noisy year to year. This year so far, he's been really good on those contested situations. Um, he's had a couple of drops, but nothing outrageous like it was last year when he had real issues with that stuff. Look, contested catches and, and, and drops – 
while you know can be an overall indicator of skill, they can also just be random. I think that's been the case with Gabe Davis the last year. So who's to say he doesn't go on a dry spell with this stuff? That's certainly possible. But sure. so far, what we're seeing now is he's been better in those tight coverage along the boundary situations where that was a bit of a struggle last year. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. I think the, the area that gave me a little bit of concern for Gabe Davis was that according to his 2022 numbers, Matt, um, on the post corner nine, so, you know, your three deeper routes, right? Um, he was outside the top 20 in success rate for all three of those routes, Um and when that is your specialty to be known as this deep ball threat, generally not ideal uh, to to not really have like a specialty route somewhere built in there, right? So like it's not like he was top ten in the nine and couldn't run a corner, but it's just the guy was average when it came to running the post corner and nine. And then when you look at his overall success rate versus zone and overall success rate versus man coverage. Again, you know, outside the top 40 in both of those um, categories, I, I don't know. To me, it just that to me screams average X receiver in the NFL. You know what I mean? So I, I don't know. Yeah. I just didn't um, I, I didn't really get anything from that. You know what I mean? Well, I still think probably he is an average perimeter receiver in the NFL. Um, I still think that the Bills could do a little bit better with their number two receiver across from Stefan Diggs. But he is he's also healthier this year, right? He had the ankle injury earlier last True. year. Which probably took some juice away from him in the vertical routes. Now, I don't think it was any excuse as to why he couldn't separate um, short and intermediate, because he can never really separate short to intermediate. And that's why I think he's never gonna be like a clear cut, set it and forget it, put your put your watch by it like number two receiver. But I think he is probably, yeah, average starting perimeter receiver in the NFL. And, you know, that's good enough for the Bills when you have an elite guy um, in in Stefan Diggs across from him and some other threats they've added along the way this year. Right. Um, OK, uh, very quickly. And we don't need to, you know, go crazy into it, man. But um, New Hopkins, bro. I, I mean, come on. This is uh, that was that was such a great performance, man. It was so yeah. great to see him come out and just do his thing. Uh, and he looked like New Hopkins, you know, winning contested. Uh, you know, you talk about the range and his catch radius, man. It was all right there. Um, just I wanted to get your takeaways from his uh, week five performance, which I thought, you know, obviously was the best of the season. And I thought he looked fantastic. Yeah, number one, we're going to probably want to just attack the Colts cornerbacks with like prop bets. And and I mean, that's what all, we did on the all sickos. day long. Yeah. I'll just say, hey, hey, shout out to me. Okay. <laughs> on the sick on the sicko stream. Yeah. I gave out eight props last yeah. week. Eight no, baby. Literally. Oh! So if you're if you're listening to this and you're not a sicko wow. member, or you or God forbid you are a sicko member and you're not watching the live stream on 4 p.m. Eastern right. uh, or Fridays. rewatching it later on Fridays. Yeah, should say the date. That's good stuff. Um oh and eight when trying to give out dates correctly. Uh but yeah, no, no, I think that. You should be watching it, man, because uh, we're having some fun with the props. Uh, eight we no are, last yeah. week. Uh, DeAndre For Hopkins sure. over four and a half catches was one of them at I believe 
plus it might have been plus odds or it was very close oh, yeah plus money on four and a half that was amazing all right anyways depends on where you look yeah. but, but okay. regardless over four and a half catches was such a smash against the Colts perimeter cornerbacks because they yeah. they have issues and now they have injuries on top of the guys that they wanted to have out there. Right. So right, right, right. that's part of it. But also, yeah, like you mentioned, vintage New Hopkins game looked incredible on like those sideline passes, winning contested. Yep. He just he's not really lost much as a player uh, from the last couple of years in Arizona. Now I've talked about this a lot in the offseason. Like he had clearly taken a step back. Um, from his elite days, like the first year in Arizona and the last couple of years in Houston in terms of winning against man coverage. But he was still above 70% the last two years in Arizona. Still very viable, like as an NFL um, separator. And, you know, he still has those great hands and tight coverage. Uh, I think he, you know, it was weird, right, James? I remember when he signed with the Titans, people were like, why are they signing with the Titans? Why, mm-hmm. why, why are the Titans signing new Copkins? It's like, well, um, Hello? Have you seen the receiver room? <laughs> you can't count on Traylon Burks to be that guy. And then it's like there's just a ton of other kind of randoms beyond there. So been a great signing for them so far. Yeah, uh, we talk about a slightly declining player here in regards to his success rates versus man and zone coverage in 2020. Uh, New Hopkins posted a 76.5% success rate versus man. Uh, and then we saw that drop in 2022. Uh, down to 72%, 72.2%. And then on the zone coverage, we saw, a, 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 I don't want to say a, a, a big drop, but you know, noticeable drop in success rate versus zone coverage. 83.7% success rate versus zone in 2020. Fast forward to 2022, and it's dropped from 83% down to 78.5%. So um, yeah, I don't know what it's going to look like here in 2023, but I tell you what, you chart his uh, Colts game, man. It's going to look pretty good because, uh, boy, uh, he absolutely balled out, uh, and it was great to see. Nuke is my one of my all-time favorite players. Uh, he yeah. really is. I mean, he checks all the boxes for me, right? Because like I love contested catch guys. I love X receivers that can win downfield. This is that. That's what he does. Uh, I just love, I I love everything about his game. I love that. The fact that he's just like a samurai out there too. You know, he's never that demonstrative, right? But he'll let you know, (laughs) he'll let you know you want to mess with the goat. Okay. Let's go after it. Right. Like he'll let you know when he catches a ball on you. Right. But he doesn't get too, too crazy. Um, yeah, it's just, like I said, man, like his celebrations are just cold too. Like, I just love it. I love everything about yeah, yeah, uh, New Hopkins, one of my all-time favorite players. Uh, anyway, so it's great to see him have a, a great, huge performance against the Colts. 2400 Sports is an Odyssey company. 